Okay, uh, welcome back, oh. everybody. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for listening, as always. I, n- I never know if you're asking me or to the people you're talking to. I think uh, it's everybody. Like every time both. I get ready to go, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think it's both. I think I'm loaded up on caffeine. I think. Yeah, we were drinking um, some cold brew. I think it's my first one ever, full one. Like that particular one, or just cold brew? Just in cold general? brew in general. Really? Yeah, I don't oh. like a lot of coffee. Oh, oh yeah, you're a tea guy. Yeah. Straight up tea, man. But um, so uh, welcome everyone for listening. Uh, and thanks a lot for joining us once again on Headspace Invaders. And um, today we're going to cover a variety of topics and things, the usual stuff. Um, but I had this thing that I saw on social media and it made me laugh out loud. And I <laughs> wondered if Adam had seen it. And uh, um, we're going to share, I'm going to share it with Adam and then share it with you too, listeners. Okay. And um, this is great. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure whether I should just play it. Or I should say, uh, no, I'm going to intro it. I shouldn't tell you this is what it is. So okay. uh, this is a part, this is um, from, uh, this is Ben Affleck doing commentary on Armageddon. Um, he sounds a bit drunk. Right. And this is on the actual DVD. Okay. So uh, if, uh, I'm, I'm going to go and buy the film so I can listen to his entire <laughs> commentary because this part is fucking hilarious. Okay. So um, he's, the, this, what the, the premise of the movie is, you know, they send all riggers up to space uh, to drill into a, a meteor that's heading to destroy the Earth and blow it up. And um, this is the part where they're at NASA for the first time and uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character is explaining, like, yeah, we're going to send these guys up to space. And then Ben Affleck is like, we sent these guys up to space. Anyway, it's that bit. They're okay. in a hangar. There's a giant fucking drill. And uh, here is Ben Affleck talking about this particular part in this particular film, Armageddon. I asked Michael why it was easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers and he told me to shut 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 the fuck up so that, that was the end of that talk he was like you know ben just shut up okay you know this is a real plan all right i was like you mean it's a real plan at nasa to train oil drillers he was like just shut your mouth <laughs> see here's where we demonstrate that because bruce is going to tell the guys that they did a bad job of building the drill tank he did a piss. See, he's a salt of the earth guy, and the NASA nerdonauts <laughs> don't uh, don't understand uh, his salt of the earth ways, his rough and tumble ways. Like somehow they can build rocket ships, but they don't understand like what makes a good tranny. Fucking ludicrous. Like eight whole months, as if that's not enough time to learn how to drill a hole. (laughs) But in a week, we're going to learn how to be astronauts. One whole week? Now you know how to fly into space? I need my guys. Why do you need them? They're the best. (laughs) Everyone's the best. Why are they the best? I don't know. They just are. I'm only the best because I work with the best. If you don't trust the men you're working with, you're as good as dead. You want to send these boys into space? Fine. I'm sure they'll make good astronauts. They don't know jack about drilling. I mean, this is a little bit of a logic stretch, let's face it. They don't know jack about drilling. How hard can it be? Aim the drill at the ground and turn it on. You think it's just drilling a hole? There's a lot you gotta know about. And when you're gonna break, snap off an edge in a tranny on a corner of a hot pipe, and you're gonna get a gas pocket. Like, yeah, well... What about when the booster rockets don't fire, and your EVA suit, and your zero gravity, you know... Didn't you see? A, didn't you see Apollo thirteen, boy? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you you you'd have to be 
a little in your in the bag to like have to do commentary on something you've just been in, right? It may be. Or, well, it, I think it depends I on how serious you think the project was. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And I'm gonna, I'll, I'll say I liked Armageddon. That's a fucking fun movie. You sure. know, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. It's got Steve Buscemi in there. You know, it's got like the big guy, the little guy, the smart guy. You know, it's he's, oh, his yeah. boys, you know, his team. It's the A-team. And, you know, Bruce Willis is at the top of his fucking Bruce Willis game. Um, Aerosmith, you know, with the fucking soundtrack and all oh, that. Yeah. I, I mean, and it was fun. It was a, uh, what was his name? Harry Stamper. I remember, Wait, I remember 20 years? Are we at 20 years for oh, that? it's got to be at least. Is it 20? Was it 99? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. 99, 2000, maybe. But um, I, I just love the fact that he's just, because he does sound a little drunk, and he's just taking the almighty piss out of the film that he probably got paid a substantial amount of money for. I know he did, obviously. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Because he knows it's fucking ridiculous too. And they probably all were sitting around at the movie like, this thing is fucking nuts. When do you think they figured it out, though? Like, is it like when they're Table watching the post? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. It's got yeah. to be. Yeah. This is like the I, I liken this film to Con Air. On a Con on Con Air, I probably enjoyed a lot more because I think it kind of knew it was ridiculous and silly. Um, whereas sure. and it's both Michael Bay films. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I think Ben Affleck. I'd like him to commentate on my life a little bit drunk. He's funny, cynical, um, and uh, obviously at this point he was an Oscar winner. So, and Oof, he's yeah. he's won multiple Oscars. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, check it out. There's a bunch of other. Uh, uh, excerpts from that commentary. Specifically? Yeah. Armageddon, and yeah. Other stuff he talks about and he talks about filmmaking in a certain way and it's it's really interesting. So uh, I would recommend people do checking you, is, that out. Do you think that's his MO is that he just gets hammered and does commentary for all his films? Because Daredevil would be a good one. Oh, fuck. That would be I great. I mean, that would be I'd great. I'd pay good money to see him do that. Yeah. Just sit I there mean, and rewatch it with him. We just ought to do it for him. Well, I tell you. Let's I, save him some time. Let's get hammered and watch Daredevil. Well, I'll tell you that leads into a, a little thing that we were going to do that we're what we're going to do here on Headspace oh, yeah, Invaders yeah, yeah. is um this is a format we're going to we're going to change things up not today, but um in the future. So you can expect this to come down the pipe at some time. So we're going to pick a film that we both really really like or we have an interest in or we think is ridiculous or excellent. And we're going to sit down and watch it and we're going to do like a watch along. So not necessarily like Mystery Science Theater. Sure, sure. Not just like take a piss every scene. But no, just but talk about probably it'd probably a film like we love. Right. Why we love it. It may be. Would it be like it would be like pop up video, but like with a movie, kind of, like or like movies that I love that are shit live. Oh, I mean, we should just we have that whole yeah. repertoire. We've, so that's our thing. We're like twenty five deep there. You could choose from. Yeah. So I think we're gonna just pick yeah. a film and watch it, and then we'll watch it with you guys. So you'll basically have to instead of listening to us in your car or when you're running. Ideally, more sitting down in front of a TV watching this film at the same time. Right, like we will say, like, okay, we're today we're yeah. gonna watch whatever, X. and then right. boot up Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever, right. wherever press play, it, now. press play now, and we press play, yeah, and then and then we watch th- through the film up. together, yeah, and then you might be turned down the volume on your TV a little oh, bit. Oh no, they just listen to us, like and we listen just, to us. We yeah. will have no, and we are we are the Ben Affleck, right? So we're gonna do that at some point uh, mm, again, that not is a today. Commitment. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put it out there now. Uh, I already think I know no, what to film. the listener. It's a commitment to the listener. Oh, yeah, big time. An hour and a half. We won't go more than that. Let's keep okay. it around like right, 90 no minutes. Uh, which, you know, we've done 90 minute um, uh, podcasts before. Sure. Yeah. So I, I think uh, we will see how it goes. I think I, I have the film that I'd like to do first. It's fine. And then um, um, we'll just kind of get that together and do it when we when we get to do it. Oh, so, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm so that's, yeah, me too. That's Ben Affleck uh, trashing his own work. Uh, excellent stuff. 
Um, so uh, let's talk about some films. Let's uh, do it. Because there's been some films that we haven't talked about yet that came out in the summertime and then we're heading towards rapidly towards the fall. So and then that usually means horror films. Of course, it too coming out soon. That's yeah. really on top of us. <clears throat> yeah. Looks pretty good. And um, but we haven't really finished the summer f- season. Yeah, September yet. is just kind of like blends into summer now, right? Like right. I mean, that's yeah, and we're yeah. right there. Yep. So uh, we haven't talked about one in particular. Uh, well, uh, look, before we do that one, um, the obvious one, let's do uh, t- two I've seen. Uh, sorry, I want to see Dead Don't Die. Okay. The Jim Jarmusch film. Yep. Uh, it was terrible. Really? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, I've tried to be positive what, about it. All right, what sucked you into it? Why'd you go see it? Uh, a little Bill Murray. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've seen Jeremy stuff before, like uh, uh, Ghost Dog was interesting. Yeah. And uh, the ad looked great fun. Sure. Uh, zombies, you uh, know. My, well, it's rare that you see an ad that's like, oh, man, you know what? Yeah. Th- I don't want to go see that. Yeah. That, they, that looks bad. Well, Because that's what they were trying to do yeah, with an ad. And they did like, it. They yeah. got, they sucked me they in. They got you, yeah. The, the, it was, it honestly, it advertised a different film, though. Not a different film, but a film that was not as good. It, uh, it I think Jim Jarmusch, uh, people would get, might get upset with this. Well, okay, what's it about? Give it, you uh, tell me. Sell it to me. He, he's like, he's like a poor man's David Lynch, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> it, it's about a small town that zombies kind of start coming out of the ground. And okay. it's kind of like how... In the Jim Jarmusch type of way, those people's simple characters would deal with it. Okay, sure. And um, no one ever seems to get super upset about it. Uh, it's almost like he made a zombie film to take the piss out of zombie films. There's a lot of... They broke the fourth wall a few times uh, between Bill Murray and... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. But they, they talked... Oh, I've read the script. I know what happens next. Like stuff like... You have read the script? Yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't end f- well for us. Stuff like that, oh. which kind of sounds like it might be fun, yeah. but it's not. It it's was just done by the right person, like Bill Murray. Maybe could do it. Yeah, but no, no, no. It just, it just didn't work. Just, huh? No, it was just mm. silly. And uh, were they? Uh, were they? The Tilda Swift Swinton character in it. I don't even know why she was even in there. Just put in there, just ridiculously. What maybe to legitimize the cast? Like, whoa, Bill Murray. But hey, I think Adam maybe Driver because well, those people want probably want to make a Jim Jarmusch film. Uh, so. Were they were they uh, runny zombies or or staggering zombies? Staggery zombies. Okay. And you know, some of it was there was a couple of kind of funny bits in it. We just, haven't had staggery zombies in a while. No, just overall it was just shit. Okay. Just kind of shit. Sure. And I, I, okay, maybe I just don't get his awesome tourism. I don't fucking know. But as from an entertainment value, I left there going, yeah, that wasn't worth my fucking money. Oh no! Wow. So okay, yeah, boo. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, and I'm not negative enough enough on here. Yeah. I, I listen back to and say everything's so great and that's excellent, it's awesome right, sure. or whatever. Yeah, I yeah, fuck yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I say that all the time. Uh, well, we reserve that for Marvel stuff. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, that not great. Uh, okay. Hopefully, you didn't go see. It. If you okay. did, don't. I'm sorry. And crawl. I saw crawl. Uh, and here's here's a here's a Davyism. It's great fun. Uh, okay. It was good fun, yeah. uh, you know that, exactly what I wanted it to be. That summer kind of monster film, sure, like the Megalodon, better than the Megalodon. We showed on oh, your, yeah, we had your your from Jaws to Sharknado. It fits right like somewhere in the middle. In there somewhere, not right. as good, yeah, not as good as like Placid, which is okay. a much better one of these. Uh, but it was fun. Ridiculously silly towards the end when her the dad character had his leg off, his arms off, but he's some just he's like a walking tourniquet. He's still tightening 
up a belt or a shirt that he ripped off. It's only a flesh wound. And he's fine. It was totally the Black Knight and Monty Python. And he's fine. I'm fine. I'm not going into shock. I'm not going to die because of blood loss. Even though I've been bleeding out for the last two hours. I'm fine. Let's get... I can somehow struggle up this ladder on, uh, through the attic on top of this house. Did he? I'll be grand. He did. Oh, okay. He totally did. All right. Um, But in saying all that, it was still a great laugh. Um, because that's what you kind of expect a silly, fun, summertime, chomping monster film to be. Right. So it was what it was. Okay. And, uh, so uh, w- don't die. Crap. Awful. Crawl. Uh, crawl. Good, good fun. Good fun. Okay. Um, uh, do you want to do Spider-Man or Hobbs and Shaw? No, I can't wait to hear you talk about Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. All right. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, I made, I wrote down three words when I was in the film, in the film watching it. Um, if I can open my, uh, my phone here. Um, wait, first of all, you should tell people You've never seen a Fast and Furious. No, I haven't seen any of them. And do these films, have any of them appeal to you at all? Fuck no. Okay. Don't like chase films. Why would you go see Hobbs and Shaw with any kind of expectations if you've never seen Fast and Furious and you just don't care about it? Because I do like The Rock. That's like me going, I'm going to watch a soccer game and it's going to be so exciting. (laughs) Every minute is just going to be amazing and tons of fun. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. If Messi was playing and you just really liked Messi, I don't know. I like The Rock. Okay. He's very, very watchable. Valid. Um, But he's also been in multiple of them. Right. So why this one? Because I think I like him more now than I did then. I don't know. Okay. Because this is a Rock film. Sure. I think in the past, it's been a Vin Diesel film. It's kind of turned into the Rock film. But because I think he was more of a supporting character, right? If I if I'm gauging how the Fast and Furious films went, okay. Furious films yep, went, yep, yep, yep. he was kind of like brought in, but he wasn't necessarily the main character. Um, this is The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah. Because you can't say Jason, Jason Statham. You have to go Jason Statham. But you have to, have to say it with like a London accent. Too, right? Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Sorry, Londoners. That was terrible. Uh, bad. It's So that's why I wanted to go see it. Okay. Uh, and I've been told that, you know, or at least the way they they present it is that you don't necessarily need to see the other ones. Sure, yeah. You know, I get it. It's a buddy but film. At least they you both know. hate each other, but you know, in the film they work together and then work through it or whatever. Okay. Um. So like lethal weapon, but with like really fast cars and not that good. <laughs> 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 but I wrote down three. So yeah, I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious films. I don't like car chase mo- movies. Not that I don't necessarily like a car chase. Honestly, though, if I see a car chase in a film, it's usually when I switch off. It's the most boring part of the film, sure. unless it's the French Connection, which or Bullet, right. the two greatest car chase fil- bits of all time. Ronan. So uh, Ronan's good too. Yeah. Um. So I wrote down three words and I went to see this film. Okay. I wrote down Ewoks, A Team, and Batman. And now, Ooh, why did I write those down? I cannot wait. Batman would have been the first thing because at the start of the film, I, I, I noticed that the, the fights are cartoonish. Sure. They might as well have had bam and pow and kablam when they're hitting people because they were fucking hitting people. Oh, okay. And it was just kind of left and right. It reminded me of those, the Batman TV show, right, Batman yeah, Rubble. Yeah. So that's why I wrote that down. It's very cartoonish fight scenes and violence. Right. Uh, 18 because there was fucking crazy shit happening people were getting airplanes blown out of the sky helicopters ex- going over hills and exploding Got it. cars flipping over and then people just crawling out of the wreckage yep that's the fucking 18 no, or yeah right nobody you know? dies no one dies a billion explosions yeah no one ever yeah. seems to die yeah. and then uh, Ewoks because there's a bit towards the end of the film where they go back to Hawaii uh, where the Rocks character is from and um they don't have guns, so they resort to like using spears. Oh, so did they and fashion their own? Yeah, spears okay. and sticks, yeah, yeah, yeah. old right. school, as they said. Sure. Against these trained killers uh, 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 and supermen with ultra high tech versus 
basically the Ewoks. So yeah. it was basically Storm. It was Return okay. of the Jedi, Stormtroopers yeah. Europe. So and, and it really was that. Uh, it was like watching Return the Last Battle. Of I mean, Return you basically of the Jedi. D- like realistically boiled down. You have described an episode of the A Team. Yeah, I mean, because that's it's fucking is. what they did. And they're that's chasing, they yeah. and there's big guys, and they're fighting, and they're and not they, blowing each other up, and, and they they're not playing, shooting each other. There's they, no blue, no no blood. It's like MacGyver and the yeah. team. Now, in saying that, though, I will say it's 25 minutes too long. It's like a two. What hour, is the runtime? Two hours twenty minutes. Okay, it's at least 25 minutes too long. If you cut out car chases, how long would you say that? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they telegraph the plot the whole time. Sure. Like you, you never, you, you, like the Mandarin said, you never like, see me coming. No, you see everything coming sure. here. Everything. Okay. Um, there's a bit where Idris Elba, who is doing the, I love Idris Elba. Yeah. Like Luther is excellent. Yep. He's terrible in this film. Oh. Just because he's too much. It's overacting. He's like okay. way too much. Is he like miscast? Like they, no. They need to scale it back for his He needed character, to scale or? his performance back. Oh. I mean, it was just not good. Okay. Uh, just because it was too, he was doing too much. He was trying to be too black Superman, you know? Right. Just a little bit more subtle. Interest. And usually he is. Sure. You know, he's excellent usually. But um, there's a bit where he's torturing the two lads, right? And uh, I think that the director, I, can't, I don't know who directed it. Someone. <laughs> I think he thought, I think he thought he was dealing with the bit where Pacino and De Niro in Michael Mann's heat when oh, they're in the fucking cafeteria. Yeah. I think he thought he was doing that. Yeah. He was not doing no. that. Yeah. It was fucking awful. Like, way overacted. Just not good. Terrible dialogue. Um, and in saying all that, I still liked it. Yeah, of course, because that's what <laughs> still, it is, right? At the end of the film, I was like, that was pretty good. Sure, it did its job. It was entertaining. Yeah. Crash, bang, wallop. Crash, bang, wallop. Yeah. Uh, and and my kids liked it. Sure. So um, they weren't super bored. There was a couple of bits where they swore. They said the f word, and because oh my children lost their minds. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and there's some really funny dick jokes in it. Um, sure. And uh, you know, the, but there was it was they overdid the whole antagonistic attitude between the two lads, um, between Jason Statham and The Rock, because I, we got the message, boys. Right. We don't Love have to keep on one up in each other in shitty jokes sure, yeah. it's just it, it, and it's not they're not that funny the, the snappy part wasn't there whoever wrote the film you know is not Quentin Tarantino you know so uh, <laughs> it, it was just like I said all those things wrong with it but I still enjoyed it for what it was um, Hobbs and Shaw I, yeah. I, I, rec- I do I still I know I've said this before I recommend checking out the first Fast and Furious because it is like like Hobbs and Shaw it's like Fast and Furious but what, 20 years ago? Almost 20 years ago? Oh, it's got to be. I mean, I don't know what year that came out. It was like 2000, maybe 2001. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be super subdued by comparison. Yeah. I think there might be like fist thrown, but it's like, yeah. there's like one punch and he's knocks him down. He's like, oh, you motherfucker. Um, yeah. You know, it's not crash bang wallop and that it's, they, it's all action with cars and stuff. And while there is there, of course, there's a lot of car racing and stuff. I, I don't know. It's, it's a little bit n- more nuanced. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should give it. A sh- it's it. I mean, it's a fun summer yeah. film, twenty years ago. But obviously, they've had to like every new Fast and Furious. They have to ratchet it up. And like, oh yeah, and completely. Th- like, what do we do now? Well, there's we need a Superman. Okay, right. fine. He's got superpowers. Yeah. That's the only. Th- otherwise, yeah, it's not based in like, reality. The next at all. one will be in space, right? It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck, they should. Yeah, that I mean, sounds all right. I'll that, go see that. that. Will be the next one. You know, we'll Hobbs and Shaw blast off or yep, something. Yep. 
Um, no, it's not based in reality whatsoever. It's just a super not. fantastical world and, and this super gadgets. I mean, higher, more than James Bond. Like a heightened oh, version sure. of James Bond yeah. as far as the gadgets and technology. Yeah, go. and that's like the first one wasn't. There was very little. I, I think there may have been a couple of things that, like devices that the mechanic was using. I was like, well, that doesn't exist. You know, yeah. but they have to. I don't know, but it, I remember somewhat being somewhat in the realm of possibility. But then, of course, you know, the further it goes along. You yeah. can't do the same old, same old. So eventually it may, that's the it's evolution. It's made a shitload of money, so they're going to do another one. They're going to keep on going, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why wouldn't they? The Rock's too big in it, too. He well, looks re- like, like way too big. Physical size yeah. is too big in it? I can He's the same age as us. Yeah. And he, but he just, Oof. he looks, yeah, he looks too big. I fucking love The Rock, but he just, I'm like, just tone it d- down a little bit, man. He's like, just, his arms fucking size sure. of your head. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, you know, fucking go see it. It's worth a laugh. Ten times better than Dead Don't Die. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? And then, so, um, and then, of course, we should talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, there's some. there's been some breathing room since it came out, so... Um, Spoilers are hard. We're no, going to I mean, talk it's, about it's, it. It's, you know, you can... If you haven't seen Spider-Man, yeah, turn it off. Turn this off for a few minutes. Yeah, but if you haven't seen it, I mean, my, my guess is it's it's now... I don't think... Is it streaming? I don't know if it's streaming. It might be. I don't think so. Um, uh, Far From Home is... No, I'm sorry, not Far From Home. Um... Uh, into the Spider-Verse. It's streaming yeah. now. So if you've not yeah. seen that, now's a good time to do it. Um, I thought that it was terrific. I thought yeah. that, um, you know, part of what, like Spider-Man, his whole lore is like, it's his ties to mm-hmm. New York and his neighborhood. And he's the, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So it's on the and, tin. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's his, that's his, his deal. So when I had heard that he was, they, they was like, oh, he's going to take a trip with his class to Europe. I'm like, Ugh. And, you know, it's like European vacation. How, you know, it's like very, it's not as obviously clearly not as good as the first vacation. No, it was a bag like, of oh, shit. Why you take it on the road? It's like, yeah. oh, you just kind of lose a little bit. So I went in with a little bit of hesitation, but I love Tom Holland. So I was like, oh, okay. And, and we knew that it was going to be the bookend for phase four for the Marvel universe. Right. So, um, so all of that had me excited, but I was less, uh, I had less, I don't know, expectations going in just because I was afraid that it was just going to be right. You know, a road trip like, but it, it, and what did you like about it? Um, well, so obviously as, as a fan growing up, you knew Mysterio was a bad guy. And the one thing was that they never alluded to in the trailers or the buildup or anything that he was, you know, that he was anything less than someone from another dimension. Right. You know, there was no, like, he's going to be the big bad, whatever, but you know, like, Oh, okay. Well, he's a big name actor. Clearly he's going to have, you know, a part to play. He's always been a classic Spider-Man villain that we've never seen. How is that? How are they going to take it from here, from a to B? And the way they did that, that one scene was spectacular. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it was like, Oh, these, this story has been, you know, they've been working on this for a while and they touch back to so many different moments in the Marvel history. And they brought him, that character to the 21st century. Yeah. It was so great. Um, instead of just using like the hypnotic mist that Mysterio used, it it was much, you know, it was like fresh reality and robots and, which right. kind of he, he used like a, a little bit of like that, a but Hollywood special effects. Yeah, has gone bad. Um, yeah, they very much brought him into the to the present day. Um, so that r- really like that moment right there, I just kind of like sat back in my chair and I was like, "That's amazing." Yeah, good like, job. Yeah, well done. Yeah. yeah. What's well, cool though, because in the first Spider-Man film, the Tom Holland one, they kind of allude to that too, like technology, Stark. Oh, you know, with yeah. tombs, uh, uh, you know, the vulture character. So they kind of kept, yeah, they the, kept yeah. that kind of going, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of keep that kind of art going. 
Um, I too enjoy, enjoyed it as well. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did. I mean, I think after you saw it, you said, honestly, it could be my uh, my favorite one uh, of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, and, and it's I, not quite there for me, but... I, th- I think it was... I enjoyed just, Far From Home more, I suppose. You mean Homecoming? Or, uh, homecoming, Homecoming. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Something about... Th- homecoming, while it was not the uh, origin story, you know, because I don't, I, right. I don't think we're ever going to get that out of Tom. No. Home, which is great. I mean, it's fine. We don't need that. Um, it's still homecoming still. Um, yeah. Homecoming still kind of felt like a, like an origin story. Yeah. Like there's a lot of exposition. We're kind of building. Um, and far from home was just like this, then like another chapter. It's like another, yeah. like, let's get the fish out of water, but it still worked. Um, I I'll, liked how it, it like it was hilarious when it needed yeah, it's to very be funny. Um, and it was over the top absurd when it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, the Edith thing was that device was great. Yeah. Um, and I loved the, the scene where he's in the plane with happy. I mean, I, you know, I teared up Yeah, because you know, uh, good, the whole man. time it's yeah. like saying goodbye to Tony Stark still and he's just yes. in his face. And you know, he hasn't quite resolved that yet. Right. And then there in the, uh, in the plane is when that shift, there was that tonal shift yeah. of like you, you know, you're taking over for him and you have to say goodbye. And, yeah, because um, they made that like such a oh, big part of that relationship, yep. you know, the father, like the Uncle Ben, because we never got Uncle we Ben, never really. Got an Uncle Ben. So he had uh, he Tony Stark ended up becoming the Uncle Ben yeah. character, which was good to see. Yeah, uh, I would say that I liked I, it was the most comic book of oh. the films, uh, especially with the with the fight scene with with uh, Mysterio. Yeah, I I keep wanting to call him Memphisto. <laughs> uh, Mysterio uh, was fucking great where all the Spider-Man kind of pile on oh, top of him. Yeah. That's just straight out of the comic books, yep, man. It was unbelievable. That was really, really cool. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they that fight with... And it made you... Like, Mysterio it did was, a really was, good was job excellent. for me, like, questioning, wait, like, what's real and what's not real? Yeah. You know, because a lot of times you can kind of see that yeah. coming because you're seeing it from their, you know, both yeah. point of view. You're seeing it from yeah. the villain's point of view. And it, there was a few times where I was like, oh, shit, you got me. Yeah. You know, um, even the second time around, I was, I was like, am I remembering this correctly? I don't. Have you seen it remember. more than once then? I've only seen it. I've seen it twice. Yeah. Just um, once for me so far. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I saw it with Adam and then I saw it. The First History Club did a um, like right. they did a podcast before and then uh, took like question, did a and a after. It was great. Um, so wh- where does it like the end? Let's talk about the ending. Well, let's talk about the ending, but also I think I have questions about what they're grooming Flash Thompson. So Flash Thompson um, in in the movie, there's a couple times where like, and it's real subtle. It's in the background. It's yeah. not in your face. Um, but on that second viewing, I know I picked yeah. up on these no, cues. No, I, know, I know where you're going with and this. And then in the end, there was um, again. It was really subtle. Yeah. So they're obviously building something for him in future. Right. And, and um, that, let's point. Let's tell everybody why. Because there's no Norman Osborn in these films yet but he should be there already because they were high school right. in high school together yeah. now Flash Thompson on the other hand is not the Flash Thompson from the comic books no. he's the well, jock well there, there's that characteristics there to him uh, so like, but he's like kinda, a modern day bully yeah like Flash Thompson's kind of been combined with Norman Osborn yes is what we're you're alluding to yes. so that means he's the hobgoblin and then the green goblin's his dad that's kind of where right, we're going got, with that yeah I mean it could be I mean, it could be. We don't really know. Right. Um, there was like we've said, got years to wait for the next one. Oh, do we? Yeah, years. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then supposedly Holland's only signed up for three. Oh, that's right. He didn't. And that's Sony. So um, I don't know unless he makes an appearance in um, uh, Morbius uh, future. Well, yeah. or you know, one of the Sony films that are coming out like uh, Black Cat and Sable. If that 
Silver Fox or Black Cat Sable, I think, if that comes out, if that is even still getting made. Um, so, but I think that that would be cool. I mean, if they kind of went that way, I mean, because it is, he does seem to be a combination of that, those two characters. Um, and then the end, when he kind of gets unmasked, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it was a shocker. Yeah, with um, what's your man's name that um, uh, played J. Jonah? Uh, what is the actor's name? God dang it, it's going to drive me crazy now. Um, from Oz and from J. Jonah J- and uh, the the Sam Raimi films, he was J. Jonah Jameson. Um, you keep talking. Yeah. Uh, I would say that in this day and age, though, with the way um, uh, 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 the way that you know YouTube works and the internet works and social media works, it's J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Um, is, thank you. You know, like putting that out there on. The YouTube channel. Well, did you did Wouldn't you play you, the game? Did you play Spider Man? No. The ga- oh, yeah. so you totally should. So that is like a modern day, you know, like Jay Jonah. Like I don't have a PS4. The 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 daily, I mean, the the bugle is it it exists, mm-hmm. but Jay Jonah is no isn't the editor, and Jay Jonah is a, a super right wing like Infowars pod, like, like podcaster that, that like he's got a, Alex yeah. what's his face yeah Alex Jones. Um, so throughout the game, you hear you know as events unfold during the game, you hear. Jay Jonah and his podcast and it's super yeah. super conservative. That makes um, sense though. I mean, if you kind of yeah, yeah, you want to bring it to the 21st century. Absolutely, yeah. Um and so that was it was an, I feel like it was also a kind of a nice nod to the game when they um when he was not necessarily a an editor but a pundit. Right. Yeah. But what happens next for Spider-Man? Where are they going? Cuz what, what happens next in phase 4? How do they start tying all this together? Cuz the Eternals is the next one, right? That's the next official one. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it looks like for for Marvel, it's going cosmic or you know like much more grander, and it looks like Spider Man is going to go back to ground level. I mean, he's so I don't know. Yeah, because we don't really know because we don't know. There, there's not going to be an overarching story like there was with Thanos and everything. So I, my prediction for Spider Man is that the next movie we get Craven, that it's going to be another localized movie that will happen in New York. That'd be and great. That, and I think I mean I don't know. It's what if, other Spider Man villains people, are there? Right. What, what other Spider so. Now everyone knows his identity. So, you know, um, the vulture, his, the, the leech is off. I feel like he didn't give him up out of respect for what he did for him and, and his daughter. And now, you know, he's like, well, okay, everybody knows who you are. So now I can come yeah. after you. But I think there's going to be a bounty put on, on Peter Parker. Yeah. And I feel like Aunt that's May. when we're going to get Crave, Craven, that Craven's going to come in because he's Crave to his this, friends. That Cra- yeah, Jay Craig. Uh, that he is um, Craig Craven. Um, he is going to come in and hunt. And you know, be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna take this bounty. I'm gonna hunt him down. Because you got Craven. You could do Scorpion. Still hasn't been done. He's one of his. I, I love him. Well, Rhino hasn't been done. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, and not talking about just Tom Holland here. Sure. Lizard hasn't been done. Doctor Octopus hasn't been done. Yeah. I mean, he's only done Vulture. But it and looks like Far From Home, or that this Electro was done. All these ones have been done, and other ones mm-hmm. except for Craven the Hunter. He's the only one out of those I just named that hasn't. And Scorpion wasn't either they just alluded to him in the last film the last yeah. Tom Holland film but they haven't done Scorpion and they haven't done um, uh, Craven the Hunter in any of the previous Spider-Man films they've done Venom they've yeah. done Sandman they've done uh, Electro you know they've done all these other characters but they haven't and Sam Raimi before him you know mm-hmm. but they haven't done those two yet Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool I Craven the Hunter would be that would be like, that would fit really well yeah. you know yep. um, but yeah overall I, I like uh, <laughs> Overall, no, no. I liked it. Yeah. Of course, I fucking liked it. Yeah. But um, I don't think I liked it as much as you do. I think I have, 
I have problems with it just from the pacing stand of the film. I think it was, I really enjoyed it. It was super funny. Um, but maybe because it was outside New York, maybe that took me out of it, it too a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And then sequels, of course. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm yeah. always a yeah. prefer the original. Um, the first film usually for me is always best. Um, but again, I, I, out of the two movies that we've had, the two actual standalone Spider-Man films, um, the fight with, with Mysterio uh, was for me the most comic booky, oh, yeah. and I loved that. Yeah. I loved seeing the images and how they looked because I I know that was taken directly from the comic book. Sure. Um. So yeah, it, great. But um. And Tom you know. Holland, we've I mean, what is he sixteen in the in the movie? So we've got yeah. I mean, we've got time with him. Yeah. Um. Poor Andrew Garfield, man, because. <laughs> yeah, he didn't that, really get a chance. No, he didn't. I mean, well, he got two movies. He got two movies. Yeah. And no one can remember very much about him. You know, like... I remember how shit Electro was. Jamie Foxx. Fox, yeah. That's fucking yeah. terrible in that one. Um, and and the lizard wasn't done that well, really. No. Uh, but uh, the Gwen Stacy bit was fun in that yeah. first one. First one, yeah. Um, You know, or second one. Um, But, you know, whatever. Yeah, no one can remember. <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's have Venom. Oh, Carnage. They lose the Carnage yeah. too in the first uh, Far From Home or uh, uh, Homecoming. They did? Yeah, Woody oh. Harrelson. Yeah. Nope, nope. You're thinking of Venom. That was at the end of Venom, not at the end of Homecoming. Oh, fuck. There you go. All, yeah. mixed, all mixed up. Yeah. Uh, let's get that together. Let's get Venom and... Sp- let's get fucking Tom Holland and... Let's get the Toms together. Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. Yeah. Let's get the Toms together, all right? Yeah. Start to petition, everyone. <laughs> so that was a big screen. So now we're going to move to the small screen. But I'm going to tell you this um, real quick. So I've, I found a link that I want to start using as a reply, like when you see on social media and people like it, like like flat earthers, right? Which I don't, I really, I know I've seen like documentaries and read about. I do not, I think it's a piss take, man. I, do, I don't believe th- that there are people out there that truly that believe are that dense. That are that dense. <laughs> But then as I say that, as I say that, like, no, it's, you know, it's just people, you know, like, surely they don't believe um, this story that was on NPR from a couple years ago. But this link popped up in my feed said that um, they did a study and they asked a bunch of people. And it turns out that one in four people believe that the sun goes around the earth. Fuck off. That's what I I like. I was dumbfounded. That's at first, not, I laughed a lot. That's not. And then, like, just to put that in perspective, dude, if there were two more people in this room right now, <laughs> one of them, <laughs> you'd have to question Shit. their belief in, in Kyle. <laughs> I guess it would depend on who the two. people If we could decide who the two people that came in the room is, um, yeah, that's we should just guess. start naming two people we know and go, which one would be oh, the one? Yeah, are you flat earther? Or do you believe the <laughs> sun goes around? The Clint earth? Wallace. One of them has to believe. Because well, there's four of us now. How high is Clint? <laughs> it's Clint, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I that's <laughs> who who I'd love to see the survey though. Like, who did they ask? It was a geographic. Oh, I know. Or was it like was it children? Like Jay I mean, Leno on the street. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like but then you Boulevard. see that shit. In J- J- no, come on. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of different people out there with different beliefs, whatever. But sure. uh, obviously they're heavily edited. They probably stand out there for multiple days. But you see those things, those those Jimmy Kimmel, Jay Leno. Oh, and things. you wonder how many people like, like if they, they yeah they must have talked to like people. Yes, and then they just got a couple, and they're like, oh shit, keep that. That's going right. The that's bank. the crazy yeah. one. Yep. But they're that's they're but they're out there. Yeah. You know, um, Darwinism. You know, it's a real thing. People, you know, do 
fucked up stuff all the time. And yeah, but believing that the sun goes around the earth isn't like that doesn't impact your day to day life. It's not affecting. Is that Darwinism? Like, so, you, but you're still going to breed and have kids. But it, it's like you know if. But is that a lack of education though, or just uh, I, I I'm just so like willful disbelief. On, yeah. Like, I I've see heard the, that. Like, that's bullshit. I see the There's sun. No fucking way. The I earth see the sun the go across the sky. But they used that to believe that, like in the fucking 14th century. I, I mean, they, they believe that up until well, no, I earlier than that, probably. Than that. Yeah. yeah, earlier, yeah. 11th, 10th yeah. century. I mean, I think they had proved that the Earth was round, like e- eons, ages ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it just doesn't make. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But it helps, you know, when I can't like, it's like I just can't believe there are people out there that believe that. And then I see a study like that. And I'm like, oh well, I'm it, I'm saddened by it. But it helps with my disbelief, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about television. T or you know, s- a small screen, as small you said, screen. it's pretty yeah. better to t- t- call it small screen because yeah, because it's not really television right. anymore. Streaming and shit. Um, so first of all, uh, there's a great documentary on currently, um, but brought to you by Playtone, which is uh, Tom Hanks's uh, 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 production company. Uh, the the movies. Uh, it's a documentary on. You've uh, mentioned CNN. watching that a couple times now. It's fucking great, and they did uh, the Golden Age last night, which was basically everything before the sixties. Um, it's just fucking fascinating, and I I remember sitting there going, God, I I would say that film cinema, it's probably my favorite thing, like just generally. Sure. Um, I love going to the movies. I love watching movies, all kinds, all eras, um. All genres. I just, as long as it's quality, as long as it's good. Right, right, yeah. And when you watch uh, a, a documentary like this, it kind of encapsulates that because you're getting a kind of like, you're getting like kind of f- full strength because they're, they're, they're handpicking like the best of that particular decade or era. And, um, and then you have the talking heads, which that should be us. Uh, <laughs> it's my dream to be a talking head of one of these documentaries at sure. some, some point in my life. Um, I guess that's what we are. We are kind of talking heads. This is what we're doing. Uneducated talking heads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, uh, you know, it just, it just, I just love that. I just love cinema, and I, 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 I love watching these kind of highlight reels of that of the best because I've seen quite a lot of it, and then other stuff I haven't. I'm like, I really need to watch that. I've heard of it before. So, the Golden Age was last night. They'd done the '60s, which was great, and you forget all these great fucking movies. Like, I was watching them with my kids, going, "We have to watch Bush Cassidy and Sundance Kids sometime." Oh, yeah. Because it's such a great yeah. fucking movie. And then you look at, you know, other great westerns at the time, like The Wild Bunch then, or um, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah. Oh my God, what a fucking great movie. And and then, like, this, then, but then I watched the one in the 70s. I'm like, oh, the 70s is the best. The best fucking decade for yeah, movies. Wait, wait till you you've get got, to the 90s. You've got Jaws. You've got yeah. Star Wars, you know? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yep. You've got, you know, French Connection. Like, um, and then you go to 80s. It was just such great, you know, E.T., you know. Uh, I don't know why E.T. is the one I picked out for the 80s. I mean. But it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so if you haven't been watching this on CNN, I, I heartily recommend it. Um, it makes me, you know, thankful that I've seen so many of these. And then also that I haven't seen so many of them too, that I still have an opportunity. But it did make me sad the other night because I'm like, I'm, ever, I'm never going to see every single film, every single incredible film ever made, am I? And I don't know if I, you know, because there's, I'm just, there's some that will slip through your net. You just won't even know. There's some that slipped through my net that I was watching. Like, I haven't even heard of that one. Sure. And he write that one down. Or I haven't seen it in the, in the cinema. Like I haven't seen Lawrence. I, I say I haven't uh, seen Lawrence Arabia in the cinema, but I think I have. 
long, long time ago in Ireland, yeah. the Savoy. Um, but there's other films that, again, I haven't seen in the cinema that I want to sure. see. Um, I'm going to see Star Trek, the motion picture, uh, September 15th. Uh, they're doing, Fandango are doing like a two-day release because it's the 40th anniversary of the film. Really? <laughs> Star Trek, the motion picture, is 40 years old. So I'm going to go see it in the movies because I never, I didn't, I haven't seen it in the movies. So in the cinema to get yeah. that experience, you know. Um but uh, yeah, if, if I you, did. I saw it when I was six, I guess. Or you did. You got five, brought to whatever. it. You yeah, got brought I, to I, it. I got, to, I got brought to it, and I, all I remember from that viewing was that it was fucking boring. <laughs> right. Because there's I, a I, long stretches I'm in that com- film yeah, that I'm are not good. Coming off of that Star Wars high. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. You want a mainline spaceships and excitement. Yeah. And that wanted, is like I want, obviously I wanted more fantasy than yeah than sci-fi, but you know subsequent viewings i've come to appreciate that it's really kind of like heavy it's 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 great it's terrific it's a remake of an episode that they did in the original series um but that's okay um it, it's it's beautiful looking um and that's why i want to oh, see it in the big screen yeah um and you know get the whole cinematic experience a bit from it so i'm excited about that but um that's something that I think everyone should check out. The movies on CNN. The movies. That's what um, it's called. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, different decades. Sure. And uh, also, The Boys. Have you watched oh, it? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm working my way through it. I'm kind of, again, just taking my time because I just, yeah, I want to think about every episode when, I'm, when it's over. It's on Amazon uh, Prime. I have heard some twisted shit that's been cut out of that that didn't make it on the screen. <laughs> well, fuck which you, is insane twisted shit in it. How, exactly. How twisted does it have to be to get cut from that show? I'm on the last episode. Um, I do enjoy it. I have enjoyed it quite a bit. It, it kind of did. I remember I was saying before, oh, I need, there's a hole in my life uh, since uh, uh, Stranger Things 3 ended. Right. And it's the first time in a while I felt that way. The boys did feel it. Um, it's been I definitely had that um, kind of uh, bingeability about it so I'm I'm kind of I was kind of happy about that I'm I've I'm being very anal retentive with the last episode because I kind of don't want it to end because I have enjoyed it so much um, but let me see if I can find my my notes here um, did you read Martial Law the uh, comic book yeah I mean Pat I'm familiar with Kevin it but I've never no uh, or Kevin O'Neill and, and uh, anyway was it's, that 2018 well, to the fellas who worked on 2080, but not. Okay. Uh, I think it was Vertigo or DC. It's like adult themed. Sure. Okay. It's very like that. There's a character in that called Public Spirit, which is this kind of Superman epic hero, uh, but run by the government right. and a fucking real asshole. Sure. So very similar to uh, the Homelander uh, character. Yeah. And it was it just reminded me of that an awful lot. Super violent, uh, super sexual, um so, but very, very like, like if I was the two boys who came up at martial law, um, uh, Pat O'Neill, like, and hey. I, I'd be like, hey, that's like my shit. Yeah. Very, very, almost too similar. Um, so, but I'm on the last episode. I haven't finished it all completely yet, but I did like it a lot. Um, the plane scene, did you get to that part? Oh, yeah. That was fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Like that was intense. Uh, and there's been some really amazing moments and I love the Spice Girls bit. Um, you know where he kind of got them back as the Spice Girls, and they had the Spice Girls. The tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Um, but I will say about the boys, it's not really the show that they advertised. In my opinion, I kind of expected it to be. I thought the way they portrayed the boys that they were like, at least when I was watching the build up to it, they right. were going to be like other superheroes, kind of. And they're not. I don't know. It just seemed like 
it just wasn't as they kind of advertised but still I've been enjoying it sure um just not as much as I kind of thought I would. Right. I know they're doing season two, so yeah. it's already been booked. We so it's been a big hit for them. The source material was Garth Ennis. Another oh, 2008 alum. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, I get a, I, and I've never read the source material, but there's a total like preacher vibe to it a little bit to me. For uh, sure. And that actor um, in Preacher looks a lot like Carl Urban too. It kind of reminds me, they remind me of each other. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the boys. So good, but I don't know. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. I've yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah. Uber violent, you know, <laughs> you check it out. Yeah. It's got some holes in it, but like they all do nowadays. Um, and then um, Legion. Jesus Christ. That show. It's fucking great, man. Uh, now, I haven't finished it yet either. Oh, yeah. You but can, I'm about halfway through that, the final season. That should be the new like psychopath test. You know, like, hey, did you binge Legion? I did. Watch that. You keep an eye on that person because if you can binge that show, it just and it not every episode just doesn't melt your mind. Yeah, I know. I've I've said that before. There are a few shows where I'm like, you'd have to be literally insane in order to not have to process each episode. I think, I think the the thing Legion has done really really well has kept us off balance from the very beginning of the show. Oh yeah. Like you, you it, it, it it's it unsettling. It yeah, it doesn't keep to like usually the usual storytelling tropes. It's hard to keep up with sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't explain everything that's going that's happening or that's going on. It makes you like work for it. Oh, you yeah. know? And and if you do though, it's a fucking incredible viewing experience. Yep. I know we've kind of touched on this before, but um it, it, it's just I honestly, I think, and this is a big thing to say, a question, is it the best Marvel thing ever on TV or film? In my view, it might just be. And and when I'm saying that, I'm saying like that. Right. As an overall arching story, um, it might just be the best Marvel thing out there. And that's including Endgame and the Avengers. Now, the, the emotional pop that Endgame and those other films have right, that right, can't right. be understated because that is huge but just from the storytelling yeah i don't think there's that in better legion it's fucking incredible it really is um and it's done a really brilliant job of like of creating the david legion the yeah. david character and turning him from this very likable super sympathetic figure to, to ultimate evil essentially and and the the arc of that character that how they did that has done has been handed masterfully, um and that they all have from like Sydney to the Shadow King to like these are like incredibly disturbing characters or the Shadow King was yeah so, like this guy's now gonna have to save us all so or is he because I'm, like I said I'm not at the end of it yet but it I I, I like I said Noah Hawley obviously has, takes a lot of credit because it's his thing. He's just done a fucking yeah. brilliant job in yeah. this show, man. The fact that more if people you're not watching it, about it, you gotta fucking watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of buried a little bit, you know, in FX maybe, um, because it's not on streaming, so it's like it is like you have to wait every week There's for it to more come work, out. Right. But Christ Almighty, it's fucking brilliant. Um, can't say enough about it. It's so good. Like I said, I it might be my favorite thing on Marvel and sure. film or TV, and we'll see what happens at the end. I won't, you know, I won't fight you on that. I don't like, even if I disagreed with you, I, there's not, I don't have like a real leg to stand on. Uh, it yeah. is, it's great. It's perfect. It's like a, um, I mean, it's, it it's is like you're it's watching hard. It's not candy. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's like you're watching it like David Lynch. I mean, I don't know, like a kind of a, 
it's it really is kind of like an art film spread over three seasons and he and i'm sure at the start when they were doing song and dance routines and he was shooting weird angles yeah. and weird lenses there people were like what the fuck is he doing <laughs> yeah but now they're just probably all going with it you know because they've seen what he's done sure. and how well he's done it um dude it's fucking great hmm. uh do you want to hear something that isn't fucking great sure i started watching um because i was waiting for mindhunter right I, I i was a day ahead i thought yeah. that mindhunter had come out when it and it hadn't it was like it comes you know like tomorrow or at midnight yeah it's like fuck well all right what am i gonna watch until then so I was like, I'm going to watch something that I haven't seen. I don't know anything about. I'm just going to blindly start it. So I started watching the new, um, it's on Netflix the, with Katie Sackhoff. It's called Another Life. <laughs> I think in the last episode I said, it looks a bit shit. Is it shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, the setup is terrific. The story seems like it would work. Katie Sackhoff is, she's like working real hard <laughs> to hold up this show. Um, two episodes in and I was like I just can't oh, I mean it's sad. like it should be like a NASA cautionary tale for like everything you should not do as a, like I don't know what being an astronaut is like but this is just like as a casual observer I'm like why it's just it's like every bad decision that you can make you know you're weighing like okay pros and cons let's just stay in the con category it's just it like and that gets insufferable to me it's like you're forcing the story along by just making dumb decisions and it and it's so bad even that like when you watch sci-fi you have to kind of suspend your like you know the knowledge of uh, what little knowledge we have of physics you need know, right. you know like oh okay faster than light sure okay you know even though that is impossible you're right. like yeah okay sure okay yeah that's how you know we're going to get from here to there so warp fa speed fa fabricate something right yeah like hyperspace you know, hyperspace warp wormholes whatever all these things even in this one, when they're like casually talking, they're like, oh, we'll just use impulse power. We won't go faster than light. I was like, because you can't, you know, <laughs> and that's I would never do that watching like Star Trek. Did you, you yell know? at the television? Kind of. I almost <laughs> did. You know? Did you mind yelling? You can't do it. But they, they try to set it up like it's. I, I don't know. It's it's. Like we want things to be scientifically correct, but not. I don't know. It's it's that whole. um did you ever see Thank You for Smoking? Yeah. All right, you remember the scene where they're like, we're going to you know, place your product in this science fiction movie, you yeah. know, on a spaceship. And they're like, why well, didn't think you could, you know, you can't have smoke on a ship, you can't have fire. And it's like, oh, don't worry about it, science fiction. We'll just, we'll work something in the script that says, oh God, thank God we invented this one device that allows us to smoke on ships now. And then you can smoke. Right. right. That, I feel like that's this entire show. It's really? like every couple minutes, like, yeah, let's create another device that allows us to walk <laughs> on the ship. Uh, let's create another device that allows it. it's just that's annoying that's kind of like Doctor Who gets sometimes for me oh yeah where they kind of like the emotion has saved the world universe again I just oh, she just felt really strongly again? about it yeah that I, yeah so I'm glad that you've told me this because <laughs> I would be very annoyed uh, but Katie Sackhoff is great and she's working like too hard but not enough for me they to watch you can watch her age in this because she is like working so hard yeah. to kind of hold everything together but not enough for, for you to watch yeah. it so yeah. definitely skip yeah it just wasn't it didn't I'm, I mean I'm usually tr pretty forgiving with yeah. these Netflix shows but uh, no this one not so much well great that's good That's that takes gives me back at least an hour of my life <laughs> thanks Adam I appreciate that all right, Adam, it's Pod Corner. Yes, it is. Time for Pod Corner. 
Is um, that our jingle? Yeah. I think the last time we did Paul Corner, we said, let's have a jingle for it. So oh, right, yeah. We don't have a jingle for it. Would it be like an old-timey like, radio show, like the old... Um, a little orphan Annie like jingle or like the Lone yeah. Ranger like a you yeah, could kind of it's brought to you by Ovaltine yeah, yeah like you, you know, could the tune, tune in, in. <laughs> okay okay imagine that theater of the mind everybody <laughs> imagine us tuning the radio so we're gonna do a couple of podcasts each um, that we've been listening to um, and go ahead oh okay well I will tell you um, I, 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 I stole yours last time I so I don't want to steal again I feel like we maybe have mentioned this in the past but I'm back onto it now because it's coming out with with um, more regularity they're kind of hitting their schedule but there's a podcast called 30 2010 on the um, laser time network and you can i think they're you know it's on all it's on yeah. itunes and and stitcher and uh, iheart radio um but it's a the the format is pretty cool it's it's like a pop culture time machine they look back at this week 30 yeah. years ago 20 years ago 10 years ago i know you and i have listened to it yeah um and i listened to it pretty consistently for a while but then i don't know they Something happened. They ran on funds, or they had to change up there. Um, it wasn't coming out as consistent as it should have, which isn't. I don't hold that against anything. But when your format is this particular week, like every right. week is this is what happened this they week. They missed a bunch of weeks. Kind of, it, you know, they would go a week and a half or two weeks, and um, it just became inconsistent. But now it looks like they're back on track. So, um, Laser Time Network. They've got a couple other shows that are I've never listened to, but it sounds like. If you're really into video games, they've got a video game show. It's sort of the same right. thing. Um, but 30, 2010. So, yeah. So, it's basically just kind of um, where a snapshot of what was happening this week, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Right. And it's pretty cool because even they call it out sometimes. They're like, you know, think about where you were this th- this week, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Maybe you can't quite think about it until you hear about these things have coming out. Like this movie came out, this show was on, or this episode happened on this show or this song came out or this was in the news and it does take you back like um they were 20 years ago was uh the sixth sense like last week was the 20th anniversary of sixth sense yeah and then a week before that i think it was blair witch and those two movies back to back i would think about like fuck 20 years ago i remember exactly where i was and what was yeah. going on the week between me seeing those films in the theater yeah uh, so it's pr- it is pretty cool um, rarely do they talk about something that you, but it will happen. Someone spoils six cents for me. Uh, no. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that was a bummer. Yeah, that it was Bruce Willis the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was um, always sunny reference. Um, but it's uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Like it really does do that. And rarely will they talk about something that maybe you've, you've never heard of. Um, but, but when it does happen, it's like, well, how did that slip past my radar? Yeah. Uh, because it's all, and it's not all super. It's not genre. It's not like science fiction or Marvel movies, whatever. It's basically just like the top couple of movies, good and bad, that week. Or like what movie was shit that came out that week. They do music, too. They do music, Mm -hmm. you know, of that week. And they do um, like the Internet has just kind of become a phenomenon. So there's sometimes I'll touch upon like what's happening or what has happened in the news. Uh, So it's worth a listen. They they usually range between an hour and an hour and a half, um, especially if they go if there's something that's really I find it long. It, It is long. Can't get long. But you know what? It's it's okay to me because I can break it up. Like I usually stop every decade, right. and then we'll like next time I'm in the car, I'll pick back up and yeah. listen to that following decade. So it's nice that it's compartmentalized like that. Uh, the hosts sometimes can be yeah. insufferable. I was I was holding up my finger yeah. to make a point. Yeah, in case yeah. no one could see that. Obviously, yeah, yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. The dude. Yeah. The girls are great. Oh yeah, no, but no, they're they're, it's 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 two women and a man and a man. He's awful sometimes. Sometimes, he's like awful, he sounds yeah. like a misogynistic asshole. Yeah, 
I had problems saying that word. Misogynistic. Misogy- yeah, he, they reign him in sometimes. Yeah, just yeah. like the crass jokes. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and that hasn't really been happening so much since they got their Maybe shit they had a fucking together. word with them. They you know, hey, have. man, chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. Stop making the sexual jokes all the fucking time. Yeah. But yeah, that he, he has that kind of MTV, no, like no. that shitty disc jo- jockey yeah, guy. He teeters on that. You yeah. know, Skipper and the Nooch. He's got that shit going Te- on. Teeters, yeah, yeah. It's And that annoys me a little yeah. bit. He's a video game like geek. Oh yeah, yeah, like that's his wheelhouse. Yep, for sure. But um, yeah, I, he, but it's good. It is a good podcast. I will definitely give it. You know, from the nostalgia perspective, yeah. it's great to kind of. It's I'm like, oh, you forget. It's really good. Yeah. yeah, and they have like you know the maybe they might have the the you know the the trailer. They play the trailer yep. of the movie they yeah. talk about, and that's fun. And then they do like an let's go back and back in time. Yeah, as well. But like the two gals are great. That specifically that one. Diane and Sarah are the two girls. Yeah, uh, Sarah's great. Yeah, is Sarah uh, the one who's like the the, no, the cinephile? She knows that's like, Diane. Diane, yeah, yeah. big yeah, fan Diana, of Diana. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it's 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 worth it though. Yeah. It's worth listening to. Yeah, if you, I mean, it, like it's casual. Turn your brain off. Just pop it on. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so I'll so do that's, one. That's one of my recos. And I will do one. Uh, Wolverine: The Lost Trail. Okay. So this is part. This is season two. Right. Uh, season one, I thought it was great. Uh, eerie. Um, they had that whole bit. That was in, the long in, night. In right? The long night. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in Alaska, uh, this one not so good. It's definitely we've taken a turn to to the other side. I've it's only not great. I've only listened to heard the the first the pilot for this or the first episode. Yeah, and then it was like f- months before the. Well, what one came they out. they did was they put it on like fucking premium. Yeah, so you had to, to buy, buy it. it. Yeah, and then now you can now it's free again. Yeah. So it comes out every Sunday night. It's just not great, and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out why. Like, why is this? Because it's Wolverine, my pretty much my favorite marvel character out there yeah and it's got Ar- your man armitage um yeah doing it so the but wolverine is a very internal character like a lot of internal dialogue sure. yep so it just does so and that you don't get any of that you don't get any of that because it's a lot of exposition they're all yeah. they're talking about it's why a radio play there's no narration yeah but uh, radio plays are better than this because oh, yeah, a lot of time they're they're like, well, we we're gonna listen in because I planted a bug on him, so we can listen in. Let's listen to the conversation now. Yeah. And then they go yeah. and listen. We then we follow the story. Yeah. Let's just listen to the story. Take the. We don't need to know how we're hearing it. We're we're a fucking audience. Right. Just let us kind of drop in and out of people's you know worlds. You yeah. don't have to tell me how we're hearing this. That's just stupid. So that it's like someone wrote this who didn't ever listen to radio plays ever. And then Wolverine too. If there's fight, it, you don't get the fights. Exactly. You don't see that the visuals, was, yep. and that's a huge part of that character too. Yep. So you're missing all that stuff out. So if, if if the backstory and the writing and the dialogue aren't excellent, it's just going to be boring. So you're saying don't listen to this. This is a yeah. non. This is an ear recommendation. Yeah. Which you know is sad because you, I would like it. Yeah. I would there's, usually like it. I mean, there's a lot of good um, radio drama podcasts out there. Yeah. Um, and maybe we should like maybe next time let's let's only do that let's find some really good ones to recommend because I can think of a couple um, that I've got sucked into and like would sit in the driveway for an additional 10 minutes to listen yeah. to the rest of it just because it was yeah and the first the, the, the long, long night, long night was, was, better. was better this is not great yeah um, well good yeah. I've only listened to the first episode and mm. it didn't uh, and they were like you know well, you can listen to the rest of it if you pay I'm like mm. you know how much content is out there for me Not <laughs> I don't have to pay to listen to <laughs> definitely not it's amazing it. so yeah um, so what's the, your next one? Um, the next one I've been listening to is called um, Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe. Ooh, what's that? It's uh, it's 
it's basically these two um uh daniel is a as a, is a, he's a physicist and he works at cern on the large hadron the lhc the large hadron collider yeah and yeah. uh jorge was a uh like a, a robotics um like i can't think of the name but like a scientist like he that was his robotic science um that was his background yeah and they and he has a um a cartoon that he does now that's all related to science and physics and stuff cool so it's a, it's relatively quick there's a new episode every week it's half hour long um and they basically just break down these large um like the ideas in physics that are can can be somewhat complicated Ooh. and are complicated yeah but then kind of talk to you and they kind of like break it down like like layman um, terms, yeah, we can comprehend a little bit. Yeah, a little bit more than layman's terms. Okay, but they do, you know, without like simplifying it, um, you know, like like they're real quick to tell you that some some of these ideas, especially in physics, is are, we're restricted in the way that we talk to them because of the language that we use. Yeah, we don't have the right language or the correct language, so we assign um, like. Um, what was it he was talking about the other day that was like, it doesn't really work like quantum spin, like electrons have quantum spin. It's like, well, it doesn't really, we use spin because the, the equations that we use when we talk about electrons and how they operate, it's the same equations that we talk about when something's in orbit or something spins, but electrons don't spin because they're not, they, there's nothing to spin. Like it's just a point, but mm -hmm. they have to use that word to describe it um, because it's the only word in the language that kind of uh, is similar to other things that are, you know, similar. Tri so, uh, it's great. I mean, they do, they take a lot. Are you sure of this is good? It's no, it's terrific. It's very good. I mean, it's, if you're interested in it, if you're interested in these grand big ideas and they ask, you know, it's questions about our place in the universe and how we got here, what we're doing here, but on a very scientific, you know, uh, spectrum or scale. Um, you know, like if you have interest in like black holes or, um, string theory or, yeah. um, you know, what's the smallest, like they have an episode, like what's the smallest conceivable thing in the universe. And then what's the largest conceivable thing in the universe? Um, talking about the, like break that and it, it, they do a really good job of making it entertaining and educational, you know, educational, what are you going to do with it? But it does, does it make you sit there and just wonder like, What's oh, the point? Yeah, sometimes because <laughs> you're just a tiny little no, drop of nothing yeah, in kind this of. huge, giant, infinite universe we all exist in. S sometimes, sometimes it does. I mean, sometimes it, you know, it does. It, it just get, like alludes to this larger universe or mm -hmm. the, these things that you know we just kind of like take for granted. We just go by day. It's it's great. It's think again. It's thirty minutes and it's pretty cool. Like he, whatever the idea is of the week, um, Daniel will go out on the street. It's at. Uh, um, UC Irvine uh, so they go onto this college campus and they just ask people like what do you know of or do you know what this is and then the people yeah. was like the casual person like oh you know I think that's what it means and then he takes all of those and, like you know like most of these people have a basic understanding of this and we're just going to break it down um, and it, it, it's it is it's what's it, it called again it's called Daniel and Jorge explain the universe okay um, it's a lighthearted without being comical yeah um, like silly um but uh, it, and I, I'm fascinated by these ideas. Mm -hmm. So but I don't have a brain for math. So it's yeah. great to like, you know, to kind of hear someone else talk about this shit and then make me go, whoa. It's, you know what it sounds know. like? It sounds like that bit in the meaning uh, in the, the meaning of life, uh, Monty Python's meaning of life, where um, they open up the guy who's the, the kidney donor and they come and take his kidney. out. Oh, of his yeah, yeah, body, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go. uh well, actually, let, let me just explain to you like this. And Eric Idle comes out of the fridge and he starts singing that song. Yeah. Just remember song? that you're standing in a planet that's evolving and revolving at 100 miles an hour, etc. Yep. And then she goes, at the end, oh, it makes you feel rather small. I want you to put it like that. You know, well, can we have your kidney too then? OK. 
okay. Yeah. It's kind of what it is, yep. right? Um, okay, my fourth one. So uh, the fourth one, my second one. Yep. Uh, you're gonna hate. Okay. So FYI, it's uh, soccer. Re- it's wrestling. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's called something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard, and it's this these two these 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 two guys, Conrad Thompson, and uh, Bruce Pritchard, who was brother love in the '80s and WWF at the time now WWE, and Adam so in uninterested start texting someone. No, no. And you're good, uh, you're good. <laughs> it's uh, it's basically like he. They break down this guy, Bruce Pritchard, was Vince McMahon's right hand man through his time in, in, in wrestling. And actually, he's now just up until the last six months, he's back now in the WWE again as an executive. Um, uh, but he was a creative person who was basically, you know, helping to write the shows, write the okay. scripts, actually, sure. or whatever. Not scripts. Well, yeah. Booker. They call them bookers. Okay. Um, where they book the show. They basically, you know, the outcome, they discuss the story, how we get to this point. Yeah, okay, that's um, kind of interesting to me. That's and I tell you, it's fucking fascinating stuff. So it's it's he discusses that and his role in these different times during wrestling, and they might take WrestleMania twenty and go through that show, bout by bout, and how they got to that point. Sure, and then what fucked up went wrong, okay. and why yeah, it was good, I'm, and why it, and why it was shit, why some of them were terrible. Yep. And then also they do a deep dive into different wrestlers and how their life went, like the Ultimate Warrior yeah. or the British Bulldog. Sure. And most, a lot of these guys. Who can forget the British Bulldog? These guys are dead because they fucking live this crazy wild life where they drink, they do way too many drugs, they take a bunch of steroids, they and drink. And take a beating. And they drink and then their bodies are fucking broken yeah. down yeah. every single night because yeah. it's 365. Wrestling essentially is like the carny. That's what it, sure. it's based around. Like even use the oh, carny yeah, terms. Yep, yep. They use those term that terminology that the car- the carnival folk do. So, uh, yeah, it's a, an attraction. It's all about the attraction. Yep, okay, and it's fucking fascinating. And because this guy was like in that life, sure, in that life with Vincent McMahon, um, and then you know a part of it as it was going through, you know, huge the Monday Night Wars that they called it with the WCW on the one side, one channel, and the and WWF on yeah, the other one. Yep. I remember that, and uh, and how Vince McMahon was about to go out of business, and now you know now he became then with Stone Cold Steve Austin came along and they won the Monday Night Wars and he became a billionaire and they went public with the company, became a multi billionaire. Now it's all on you know it's it's all you know you have to you buy it like ten million on the WWE channel and stuff. Can I tell you it's still on TV, but it's it's a fucking fascinating. Uh, podcast Fun. and if you like fascinating podcasts about I do they're a little nostalgic as well if you if you ever watched wrestling when you were a kid uh, I, I heartily recommend it uh, it's I'm long though they can funny, be very funny long. story for you, you said uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin when I was in the ring court I saw these two Marines fight because this one guy was like I mean he lived breathed uh, wrestling yeah and he was talking about it and he was like oh you never guess who my favorite guy is what I can't remember how it came up but this other Marine goes uh, fabulous Steve Austin and this other <laughs> Marine punched him in the face for saying it <laughs> I don't think Fabulous uh, Steve. He probably wouldn't have been uh, as popular if he was I, called Fabulous Steve Austin. And the best part is that's he honestly <laughs> thought that was his name. He wasn't take. He wasn't making fun of anything. He was just like, that's what he thought his name I'll was. Fabulous Steve Austin Steve sounds Austin. a little more flamboyant than so called Steve Austin. Uh, that's great, yeah, Fabulous Steve Austin. So put that on a fucking t-shirt. He's so mad he punched him. Yeah, <laughs> it was Fabulous Steve Austin. You see, you've got some good wrestling stories. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Pod Corner for you. Oh, what week. was that one called? One more time. Uh, something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard. Okay. <laughs>
And Bruce Pritchard is the guy who was brother love on the show, and then right. was the, one of the writers and creators of the of 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 the creative aspect of Arm yeah. of the Company. So yeah. All right. So um, uh, and I'm just alluded to like oh the theme song for Pod Corner, Pod Corner, whatever. Well, we haven't done a theme song for this part of the show, and we this part of the show has been in each show, uh, every one, right? And we've yeah. never done a theme song for this. So I think if we're, we're probably gonna be waiting a while if we do a fucking theme song for Pod Corner. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is um, the usual end of the show. Movies that I love that are shit. And um, as always, Adam doesn't know what we're going to do. I have no idea. Um, he is in the same boat as you guys currently. And uh, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to play the main title from this movie. Uh, I don't know if you'll remember or if you'll... You, I, if you recall this, what film this is from this, I will give you a hearty handshake. Oh, okay. And maybe a high five. All right. Um, but here's the main... Yep title from this movie um, the reason why I'm playing this is because the theme was done by Ennio Morricone um, it's from 1985 um, it's Conan? no Red Sonja yes ah! Fuck off! Ah! That is awesome! Really? Yeah. Fucking high five! Fuck yeah, buddy! Jesus Christ! Great job! Thank you. Thank Holy you. shit! I almost knocked my microphone over in excitement that he got Red that. Red Sonia, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so this one I know a little bit, of, but go. You go do your thing. Okay, so Red Sonia, um, 1985, as I said, uh, directed by uh, Richard Fleischer, who uh, directed some great fucking movies. Sure. Uh, jazz singer. Neil Diamond. Yep. Um, Soylent Green. Oh, they're uh, One of our faves. Yep. Uh, Ten, Ten Rillington Place, which was uh, uh, a movie starring uh, Dickie Attenborough as uh, John Christie, a mass murderer in uh, in England. The Fantastic Voyage, where they shrunk down and got injected yep. into the yep. person, yep. Uh, Donald Pleasance. And uh, Sophia, Le no, uh, Raquel Welch. Yeah. Raquel okay. Welch. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Vikings, starring Tony Curtis and fucking all Kirk right. Douglas, okay. and then Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. He directed all so those he's movies. Got a lot, like a yeah. fucking shit ton of really good movies. Yep. And then he did Red Sonja in 1985. What was a this, fucking come down. Was this uh, Dino De Laurentiis? Yes, okay. it right. is. Yep. Uh, right. So this Which was is probably how they got Arnold to agree. Yeah, and there's a funny story behind that. So uh, starring Bridget Nielsen as Sonja, and then Arnie. Okay, you should like it, if you've never seen this movie before. If Davy can summarize it. There is no reason that it should be as bad as yeah. this. Yeah. 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 This is a pretty fucking bad movie. It, but it's, uh, I, I just, it's, it, it fits this it part of our show. 1,000%. Um, One but it's not very good. 1,000%. Like yeah. this, what it, it initially was thought was going to be, you know, a, one of the trilogies of Conan movies. Sure. So Conan uh, the Barbarian. Yep. Uh, this came out before Conan the Destroyer. Uh, but it was supposedly... Um, you know, based on like characters from um, uh, uh, written by um, Robert E. Howard, Conan, yep. Red Sonja, Cold Conqueror, all those yep. guys. Um, it's set in the Hyborian Age, that fictional yep. semi-prehistoric age. But um, like I said, Bridget Nielsen, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sandal Bergman, who is Valeria in Conan the Barbarian, yeah. but she uh, was offered the role originally, the Sonja role, yeah. but turned it down, wanted to be the bad person. Yep. And then... Um, uh, Pat Bomber Roach, who was uh, an old wrestler back in the in, in, from the UK, he was in Willow, he was in um, yep. uh, Raise the Lost Ark, he was in a shit ton of uh, films. He he's the was, big guy. Yeah, he was. Um, and Baron he was Harkonnen's um, nephew in Dune. 
uh, it doesn't matter. But and he was in. Um, he was also in uh, um, uh, Temple of Doom. He was the guy Indy fought on the oh, uh, yeah. conveyor belt too. Yep. Uh, he must have been in uh, uh, Last Crusade, but I can't remember. He might have been dead. He might have passed away at that point. Anyway, oh, that's Pat I'm Roach. thinking of the. I was thinking of the um, the bodyguard for the the king for the. Uh, shit, I can't think of his name. It's been so long. The little Asian what, kid, Dune. Oh yeah, little Asian kid's in it. Yeah, uh, and his bodyguard, his the yeah, guy who's with yeah. Him. That he was, he was in Dune. In yeah, Dune. yeah okay. that's correct. All right. Okay. Um. So, uh, eighteen million dollar budget. Uh, made seven million in the USA. <laughs> it really bombed. Yeah. Um, but Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be coming in it. But uh, they didn't have the rights, yep. so they made him. Um, uh, I, I can't remember, remember his name, his name but yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, but he was only supposed to cameo in it, right? Yeah. But Dean Delanteris, uh, uh, he expanded his role through editing and to like clever shots, right? Yeah. Like clever cuts. I already was pissed yeah. about it yeah. and refused to work with him ever again. Yeah. Like it ended their relationship. Um, like he didn't. I had heard that uh, Arnold didn't find out. He thought it was yeah. he just did a cameo, yeah. and then when the movie came out, they're like co-starring. co-starring and he's yes. like, "Hold on, how?" And they expanded yeah. the shit out of his role. Yeah. He went to film for one week and was there for four, but I thought he was, but he was fucking Bridget Nielsen at the time. He had an affair with her on set, so um, he also thinks it's the worst film he's ever made. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So sure. he's down as saying that, and uh, they they uh, they did try to make a second one, um, a remake, re- multiple times, um, but the film itself is just it's your 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 typical. Uh, sword and sorcery, yep. sword and sandal fair, fantastical stuff, but it's really just not very good. Um, I, I'm not really even going to get into the story. You guys can imagine what happens in it. She's trained by some, or parents murdered, raped. She was supposed. She was the the main character, the evil character in it. Um, w- w- you know, trying to you know put the vibe out to her. She refused her. Uh, killed her family, left her for dead. She gets trained by someone. Oh, she prays the goddess. Then gets kind of heightened strength and stuff because yep. trained by the grandmaster she can't ever be with a man or she lose lose her powers he goes back and forth with irony like that's i like you i like you let's try and try and defeat me the only way you can bed me it's fucking ridiculous yeah. yeah um they are i guess supposedly uh as of this june uh jill soloway uh signed on to write direct and produce the film uh she wrote a bunch of six feet unders and uh transparent with Je- that um uh, awesome TV show if, Jeffrey Tombaugh uh, honestly, is I very think good. If this, if Red Sonia is, if the script is written by a woman, yeah, if it's directed it could by be women, great. And produ- yes, I think it, it has needs potential. to have, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this film was not very good, and no. um, but like I said, in a way, it doesn't fit. It kind of does fit our our movies that I love that are shit. Even though it is a bit shit, I did enjoy it when I saw it no, first. No, that's what I say. When you're a kid, it's like this is the jam. Yeah. It's just an extension of that Conan universe. Like you, just, like even as a kid, I'm like, I'm just gonna. That was Conan. He's under disguise. He it, it, he's it undercover. is Conan. Yeah, it, it totally is. He's he's on the run. He can't reveal his true identity, otherwise. So he's just hanging out. And it was um, when I saw it first. It was one of those you know early v- VCR films. You know, yeah. like uh, obviously I didn't go see this in the movie theater, but um, it was definitely one of those uh, you know. A surprise like when we put it in we didn't know arnie was, it was in it and they were like, oh, kind of oh. well we i think we got it from the guy in the van he used to come around to our neighborhood right. there was a guy in a van if i haven't told the story before he used to go around to our neighborhood and we were like on a list right or he'd just drop in on a friday and like we'd look what he had like all pirate shit yeah sure like just racks and racks in the back of his van that we'd rent and then yeah. he'd come back the next week and we'd give those back and then rent some more 
So this was one of those. So we didn't really know what about it. We stuck it in. I was like, oh, is this Conan the Barbarian? No, he's called something else. Yeah. And But we're like, it, it kind of is Conan though, right? And it was Conan. Yeah. Um, But uh, I would say if you haven't seen it, of course it's worth seeing. You're not, it's, I mean, it's a bit crap. Yeah. But, um, Watch the first like fifteen or twenty minutes of it. You'll get the gist of the whole thing. But yeah, and it, it, it's the time that was in it. I suppose it was a film made in that particular the sets time. Are great. Yeah, the, the cinematography is terrific. I mean, it's just the world building is is great. It's fun. Um, yeah, costumes are great. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, a threat Sonia. Um, you know. Fits in well with this. It really does. But it's it not really a great does. movie. It's not a great movie. Um, but I, I, I obviously I do right. love it. I love it Ice for different Pirates reasons. It's not a great movie. Hey, yeah, like, but that's I mean, all right. Like, yeah. That could definitely fit in here. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm about to cross off the list now. Um, so I think that's it. We're done uh, with our episode. Um, thanks for listening, as always. Um, someone Shout to- out to Wallace. Hey, Wallace. Thanks a lot, Wallace. Uh, someone told me the other day that I need to start saying, um, uh, not say uh, H Space Invaders. Because it sounds like I'm saying hate Space Invaders when I talk about oh, our Twitter so handles. Just H. H. Space I need to invaders. say, so follow us on Twitter at, at H Space yeah. Invaders, yeah. not at H Space Invaders. Right. And uh, and then at, on Instagram at H Space Invaders, not yeah. H Space Invaders. And then on Facebook too. Uh, thanks always for listening. Thank yes. you, Dan, to Wallace again. And um, uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs>